Over the years, Nintendo has made some names second nature, including Mario, Luigi, and Bowser. But on the other side of the screen, there have been some names that have risen above the rest, including Miyamoto and Iwata. This week on the Video Games Podcast, we are going to be doing something that we haven't done before. We're going to be giving our thoughts and reviews on the new book, Ask Iwata. If you want to learn a little bit more about one of the more influential people in Nintendo's history, then you're going to want to stick around. Iwata became the fourth president of Nintendo in May 2002 and played a pivotal role in establishing the position that Nintendo is in today. And this was a time when Nintendo was losing market share to Sony and even Microsoft due to their attempt to have the most cutting-edge visuals and technology. And this change moved Nintendo from usually having the least powered console on the market and moving the company to the open areas of the market, which would came to be known as the Blue Ocean Strategy, and allowing Nintendo to provide gamers with innovative hardware and unique experiences that didn't compete on power. Iwata was president and CEO and spearheaded some of the company's greatest successes, including the DS, which would go on to be the second best-selling system of all time with 154.02 million, and after pivoting away from the Game Boy Advance and the whole Game Boy moniker. It was also Iwata that pushed for something that would be completely revolutionary in the gaming field that would go on and become the Wii, a system that would be also one of the best-selling systems for Nintendo, ranking third all-time only behind the DS and the Game Boy with 101 million units sold and an additional 921 million software units sold. Sadly, it wasn't all success with Iwata as he was also behind less successful systems like the 3DS which sold very well in its own right but didn't sell nearly as well as the DS but mainly it was the Wii U that really damaged the company during his tenure and during the final years of his life he was also instrumental to the creation of the Nintendo Switch which has gone on to revitalize Nintendo and put them at the forefront of console success and there is a very likely chance that the Nintendo Switch will go on to become the best-selling console of all time as with just four years on the market, it has sold almost 85 million units. Iwata was a very open book compared to the relatively secret and mysterious Nintendo that we've come to know. Iwata Asks was a series of interviews that featured openness between the president of Nintendo and key creators and developers behind some of Nintendo's biggest franchises, and these are all still available online if you just search Iwata Asks. Hundreds of interviews are translated in English ranging from topics on the Game & Watch, the Wii, Wii U, DS, and 3DS. And if you're a fan of Nintendo and their history, then these are nice deep dives into the other side of Nintendo that fans don't usually see. And a big question you might ask before buying this book is if the milk is free, then why buy the cow? Now obviously... There is something nice about having that tactile feel of holding a book and being able to take it with you anywhere. And as we are just entering summer, it could be a great book to take hiking, camping, or to the cottage, or wherever you're going where you're either trying to disconnect from the world or you won't be able to get service. However, Ask Iwata is more than just taking what's on the internet and putting it into a book. These pages are taking words of wisdom from the fourth president and former CEO of Nintendo, 
and compiling them into themes that are universal and can resonate with anyone who has an interest in humans. These come from years of experience with starting to work at HAL Laboratories during his college years, becoming president of that company at 32 when they were at their lowest point with over 1.5 billion yen of debt, to eventually becoming the president and CEO of Nintendo, which also had many highs and many lows. Iwata seems to be more a rare species of high management who is more interested in the human aspect of a company rather than just charging towards arbitrary goals. In fact, during his first month at President of HAL Laboratories, Iwata sat down with every single employee of the company and acted as a sounding board by trying to figure out if people were generally happy, and if they weren't, then trying to figure out why. These interviews lasted anywhere from 20 minutes to as long as three hours, which would be considered by many CEOs and presidents as a waste of time. But in his words, leading the company in a direction that helps everyone's strengths flourish and keeps their weaknesses in check is the basis of this time spent. It's very clear that this human aspect that Iwata pursued was the key to the turnaround of not only HAL Laboratories, but was also pivotal to one of the greatest moments in his career that showed his knowledge beyond his years. When HAL was getting close to his first big break, shipping Twinkle Popo on the Game Boy, Miyamoto told them that the game needs more attention, and with already 26,000 pre-orders for the game, and with the reputation of being a company that has been in large debt, the easy thing would have been to ship Twinkle Popo, but the team spent more time fixing and tweaking the game and then eventually releasing it as Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy. Not only by making the tough decisions, but by giving everyone a voice, Iwata was able to be behind one of Nintendo's biggest games as it initially went on to sell over 5 million copies and would go on to birth a very popular Nintendo IP in the process. According to Iwata, Kirby series sales have easily exceeded 30 million sold. There is plenty to take away from this book for everyone. If you're just looking for some deeper information into Nintendo lore, or if you're looking for advice from a very successful CEO and president, or if you're just trying to be a better human, the way in which the book is laid out makes sense and it makes it much more digestible than just trying to read all of these different interviews and columns on the internet. Askiwata is a short book that features information that has been readily available to everyone with access to the internet before, but the way in which the book compiles all of this information makes it a breeze to read as it is only around 150 pages. And there are sections about business, about Nintendo icons such as Miyamoto, about some of the games that he has been around including famously saving Earthbound, and as well as things like the development of the Wii and the DS. Askiwata isn't unearthing new content from the beloved former CEO and president of Nintendo, as we know. It's just compiling everything that is already available from the Iwata Ass online series, as well as a few other columns. However, the book feels like much more than a simple translation and rewrite, and rather than focusing on specific games or specific hardware, the book breaks all of these interviews into global topics that everyone can relate to, it's truly an enjoyable read. I'll end the review with one of my favorite quotes from the book. Depending on how you approach it, work can feel dull. But if you're able to find the fun in discovering new things, almost everything you do can become interesting. This realization can be a major turning point in enjoying your job. 
Short book, short review, and that's all for the video games podcast for this week. If you're a person who enjoys games, and I assume you are since you're listening to this podcast, then consider reading the book. You will likely enjoy it and learn a few things in the process. Thank you for listening. Please consider subscribing if you haven't already. And remember to be nice to your fellow gamer, and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human. Music